You're listening to Living Free and Fulfilled. I'm Katie Bach, your host, a Gemini, yogi, intuitive spiritual guide who believes in the magic and the power, the wisdom that lives inside of you. And that's what this podcast is all about. I am on a mission to empower you to create a life that feels good for you, a life where you can live it your way. Tune in each week to hear from me, to meet new people as they are interviewed, as we share together tips, tools, practices, experiences that have guided us to create a life that feels good so that we can support you on your journey to live a life aligned with your soul as you plug back into yourself rediscover your power, your inner wisdom, and the magic that truly flows throughout you. Are you ready to live free and fulfilled? A new episode starts now. Hello there, listener. Thanks for joining our conversation today. I am here with Kristen Wilson for some real talk. And today we are chatting about seeing our flaws in a different light. Let's pretend I put quotations around the word flaws, right? Because I don't believe we have any flaws. However, I do know that in our own minds, we see flaws within ourselves because we can be our own worst critic. And a lot of times this brings perfectionism into the game. And so Kristen and I decided to talk about this today because we recorded last our last episode which was the first episode we recorded together and Kristen was feeling a little bit of that perfectionism bubble up inside like I didn't say it this way and I wanted to say this and I didn't get to say it and I said this is an opportunity for us to talk about this because I know that I struggle with perfectionism and Kristen knows that she struggles with perfectionism so I'm willing to bet you probably struggle with it a little bit as well so welcome Kristen to the podcast today. Hello, Katie. Hello, listeners. Thank you for being here. And um, let's just jump into this. Kristen, tell us kind of what we're going to talk about today in our real talk. Okay, absolutely. Um, Well, yes, when we had our follow-up conversation to our first recording and I started to pick my performance apart, like the true perfectionist that I can sometimes be, (laughs) Um, it was definitely a teachable moment, which you flagged. So, you know, part of living real is using these types of experiences as sources of inspiration. So it definitely inspired me to start really thinking about this. And honestly, you know, using the acronym real, as I said, in our first podcast has helped me improve, um, my life experience in general and just feel better in so many ways, but pouring my quote unquote, as you said, flaws through that real filter is another way that it has helped me immensely. Um, I feel like our flaws are, we, we see them as chinks in our armor, but they're still parts of our armor, right? I don't think that we come here with anything we're not meant to come here with. We are born into this place with everything inside, all the tools that we will ever need. And that includes what we sometimes identify as those chinks in our armor. And I think it's about putting on a different lens and looking at them, you know, recognizing them for what they are, recognizing when they pop up, being able to see when these attributes or 
actually you know, tendencies that we actually don't see as attributes, but maybe detriments are holding us back or paralyzing us or hindering us in some way. But also with that, being able to recognize how they could be transformed into something that propels us or inspires us or motivates us, or at the very least, recognize our power to reshape and refine what those traits look like so that they are actually fueling our energy, fueling our intentions, fueling our abilities, empowering us rather than draining us. Um, and that's where, you know, we use our energy to work that transformation out. And then we use our awareness to kind of stay awake to when is it helping? When is it not helping? How can I turn it into something that is helping? Um, that's all based in love, right? Because when we look at something through a love-based lens, we're looking at the possibility that it offers, the potential that it has, rather than, um, you know, the limitation that it holds. And that's why pouring it all through a real filter gives it just a better feeling vibe and um, more potential to be benefit. I love that. And um, for you, listener, if you do not remember what the real filter is, I don't know if you caught that as Christian was talking, but it, the R is for recognition, E is for energy, and A is for awareness, L is for love. And so pouring it through a real filter, like Kristen is saying, is pouring it through these different brackets. And we're going to go into what that means. Um, but I totally agree that your quote unquote flaws can be inspiration. It's all about the way that we look at them. It's all about the, the mindset you have and how you process them, how you choose to look at those quote unquote flaws. So Kristen, tell us this recognition piece. What are kind of the ways you would kind of jump into recognize um, and, and begin to shift these quote unquote flaws and release perfectionism so that these flaws can kind of serve us rather than feel a little bit. Sure. Well, I think I'll, I'll just use the perfectionism as the example, since that's what we started out talking about. So, you know, I recognize that I have perfectionism is a part of me. And I think, as you said earlier, I think everyone listening here can raise their hand and say, yeah, I have a piece of me that subscribes to that. I honestly think it's a collective societal tendency that we all have. It's something the world pushes be exact, be precise, be perfect, be right. Um, and, you know, it, it's what it's part of what we learn. And that's just life. Um, but we can recognize it as such and kind of take a step back and say, okay, that's what it is. I know that I have it in me. And I know that there are times, you know, in this particular case with my temptation to say, let's record the re-record the whole thing. I don't like the way my voice sounds. I didn't say everything I wanted to say. It wasn't perfect. You know, I wanted it to be perfect. And I had to take a step back after I talked to you and, and recognize that it was rearing its uglier side, you know, in that, in that instance. And it, it was hindering me because I, I have, you know, in the past worked to reshape and remold my definition of perfectionism. And I've come to the conclusion that it's really about presence. It's about showing up. The perfection is in what we're doing, the insights we're sharing, the inspiration we're trying to spread, the ideas we're trying to give other people so that they can live free and fulfilled. That's where the perfection lies, not in how precise the delivery of that message is, but that the message is getting out. So it's recognizing 
that it exists, recognizing when it's blocking me, which in that case it was, recognizing and remembering, oh, you know, I can redefine this. I can really look at perfectionism in a different way. I showed up and I said what I wanted to say and my intent was was there. Of course, I wanted to get the message just right, but that comes from a really well-intentioned place in my heart that I just want to say it in the right way that it, you know, changes someone's life in a positive way. Um, and then, you know, try to turn it around and use my energy and awareness to kind of remold it in my mind so that I could take a step back and really see with, with that love-based lens. Okay. You know, but this was a great recording. You know, we, we said the basic message that we wanted to, to relay and, I did put my heart and soul into everything I said, and whether it's grammatically correct or sounds like it you know, is supposed to sound, whatever that means, um, I did show up and I was present. So um, that's kind of how I poured the, the perfectionism through. But the recognition is really being able to just pause and realize, oh, red flag, you know, something doesn't feel good here. And I recognize that. So it's about, Remembering my power to take a look and figure out what that is about and then reshape it so that it does feel better and I can use it to my advantage. I love that too. Thank you for sharing your, your process of pouring that moment through the real filter because I think it really supports, you know, myself and the listener in understanding how we use this real filter to kind of reshape the way we look at our, our quote unquote flaws and, and perfectionism. And, you know, it all begins with recognition, right? Recognizing that it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good right now, the way I'm feeling. And then also recognizing that you have the power to shift, right? Mm -hmm. You have the power to make this be whatever you want it to be. You have the power for it to inspire you to, you know, whatever, like, be more prepared or yes. write down what you want to, the points you want to hit on and what you want to say. And just in that specific example, I think you did a fabulous job, you know, <laughs> um, but when we're, we're looking through that lens and taking that time to recognize, it gives you the opportunity to take the power back because perfection is an illusion. Like yes. real life is messy. The real world is messy. and yes. I used to say all the time, wouldn't perfection be boring? I mean, what would there be? It would just Absolutely. be like, yeah, it would be like Pleasantville, that movie. It would be like yeah. a black and white <laughs> movie, right? Where everyone says, yes, ma'am, and no, sir. And mm -hmm. it would be boring. And so taking the time to really recognize that this perfectionism is kind of coming through and and bringing these feelings in for you. And then also recognizing that you have the power to redefine, to redirect, to make a choice, to shift this kind of feeling and energy that's that's going through you. So after we recognize, how do we then go into this energy portion? What are the steps there? Well, I think there's some emotional energy um, in, in terms of, you know, recognizing those feelings that we were talking about that get triggered, that are sort of our flags. And then there's the mental energy that goes into, okay, this is where we can use our minds for good, right? How can we switch things up and reshape 
the definition that we have in our mind so that this, uh, you know, attribute, this trait, this feeling can be turned into something that propels us. Um, and for me, I mean, since I write, I go to the thesaurus all the time. So I was like with perfectionism way back, even before we had this latest little issue with the podcast recording, you know, I remember looking up perfectionism or perfectionistic in the thesaurus. And interestingly enough, now some of the synonyms that you'll find do not feel good. Um, flawlessness, superiority, excellence, even excellence kind of feels intimidating, right? It's like, eh, I don't really yeah. like those. But the list is long. So there were other um, synonyms for perfection. Fulfillment, evolution, and quality. And when I saw those, I thought, now that I can work with. Like, those are some pretty high vibe, good feeling words. I mean, honestly, if perfect means that I'm letting life fill me up and whatever I'm doing is helping something evolve and I'm developing a quality experience, then I'm all in. So as long as I'm showing up and those things are happening, then that feels good to me. And so for me, now when I think of perfectionism and I'm starting to go down that rabbit hole of those more intimidating negative types of concepts that pop up that make my insides clench, I go back to that other list and I think, okay, but do I feel like this is, is it quality? You know, am I, is this something that's fulfilling me or fulfilling someone else? Am I propelling some sort of evolution? Am I developing? Am I changing? Am I propelling movement? Yes, yes, and yes. When it, especially when it came to the podcast episode, all those boxes were checked. So it really was the perfect moment and the perfect podcast when you see it from that perspective. So that's where it's making the choice to invest your energy into kind of going through that exercise so that you can actively alchemize and transform those more uh, negative feeling concepts and traits and tendencies into those more inspirational and motivational and good feeling concepts. Yeah. And, and just like you're saying, shifting that energy, right? You looked up the, the synonyms of perfection, right? And you could pull there some words that didn't feel good for you, just the vibe of it. Then there were yeah. words that didn't feel good with perfection. Like you said, fulfillment, right? Evolution, quality. And when we can shift our definition of the word, then we can shift the energy, right? And we can take yeah. those quote unquote flaws and make them inspiration. Let them fuel our next moves. Let them inspire our next intentions. You know, I feel like personally, perfectionism nowadays um, shows up for me a lot when I am trying to do too much. And I'm falling short of the quality that I want to put into what I'm doing, but also the quality of my energy and my feeling because I'm not allowing that space for rest, right? Yes. Which in our world, in our society, we often look at rest as a flaw, needing to rest, needing to pause, needing to stop as a flaw. And it's really not. It's really, Absolutely. it's essential for you to hit that quality, for you to hit that fulfillment. And so when we can shift our mindset and the energy around these things, 
then we start to begin to release that perfectionism. And um, you mentioned earlier that there's a lot of things out in the world that we, it's like, it has to be the right way, the right, right way to do things. And I know you remember this because I texted you when this happened. I posted a reel on Instagram about perfection. And I was saying, what if we didn't strive for perfection and we just, you know, let it be like it was practice. It's not practice to be perfect, but just to pro- prog- progress, progress. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, and someone commented on my reel, like they could not understand what I was saying. Like, but they, the, the response was, but we need perfection to know what to do. And that's in this mindset that there's a right and a wrong way to be. There's a right and a wrong way to live. And the truth is, the reality is that everything's limitless, right? The only boundaries you place on yourself, I mean, the only boundaries there are, are the ones you place on yourself, right? Yes. So when we can shift our energy and our mindset into that space, then we start to release that perfectionism and we actually get to achieve that feeling of fulfillment and quality and all of those things because reaching perfectionism isn't what fulfills us. That's like almost like destination happiness. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Deepak Chopra said, he said this thing that happiness almost always has an attachment to it. Mm -hmm. There's something to it, but joy is open and free and it just is. And so perfectionism is kind of like that perfectionism has this attachment to it, right? Like there's always something attached to it and fulfillment. There's no attachment. It just is. It's just that feeling. And um, so shifting the energy of the way we're looking at this is really, really powerful. I think so too. And as you were talking, I was thinking that while, while we've been practicing this sort of, shift in energy and and redefining for a while now. Uh, There might be some people listening that are at different stages of their journey. And while, you know, this gets easier with practice, you might be thinking, oh my God, my head's popping. This is going to be too much work. And I think that happens sometimes. So when it feels a little um, overwhelming or maybe it doesn't feel good to maybe attack it in the same exact way we're describing here, I think another option in shifting the energy is to be aware, okay, this is what I have the capacity to do right now. Maybe it's not reshape, redefine, or go down that road, but maybe it's taking the perfectionism for whatever it is in this moment. And you mentioned this a little little bit ago, targeting it and redirecting it onto something else. So it it was not doing me any good to pick apart what I said or didn't say and how I presented in the recording, right? Um, but I couldn't let some of that that go. So I'm like, where am I going to redirect it? I'm not going to direct it on that target anymore. So, okay, what's something that uh, will really serve me to try to perfect? If I have to perfect something, maybe it'll be my plans for the next podcast. Like you said, maybe I'll outline it differently, prepare differently. Um, maybe I'll perfect my, uh, you know, my organizational skills. Again, we're still going down that road. We got, we got to be careful. We don't want to go into dangerous territory of like beating ourselves up, but sometimes you just have to go with the flow. And that's what I mean when I say flow with the flaws, 
You know, um, if you can't flow with the water, then be the boat, you know, like build the boat. And maybe that boat is, okay, I have these tendencies today. I'm not going to be able to really let it go completely. So I'm going to hone in on something that I could really use my perfectionistic skills to uh, improve. And in the end, it will serve me and make me feel better and fuel my passions and fuel my intentions and whatever goals I'm working on. Sometimes that's the answer. The awareness of kind of where we are and what we have the capacity to uh, to do, how how we can sort of shift that energy. That's that's all about being awake to ourselves and where we are in a given moment, on a given day, and how we're feeling and and what we think we can truly handle and still be inspired. You know, and keep our proverbial head above water and stay feeling as good as we can. Absolutely. And I love that you brought that up because it reminded me of this moment I had, I think it was like two weeks ago. And I, I, we had talked that day or we had texted that day. I was having so much anxiety, like more anxiety than I think I've ever felt in my life. Like it was very, like I was trying to write some emails and I just couldn't do it. I, I wasn't like specifically anxious about something particular but my mind couldn't focus. I couldn't really function. I couldn't write the emails. And that was like, I just wanted to do it, right? So my perfectionism was coming in. This flaw aspect was coming in. Like, what's wrong with you, Katie? Why can't you do this? You know, like I had done yoga that morning and I meditated that morning. So I had like done my practices, right? And um, so I finally said, okay, this is not going to happen right? I, I recognized this is how I'm feeling. This is not going to happen. I'm trying to put all this energy into something I just cannot do at this moment in time. So the awareness of that allowed me to then put my energy into cleaning the house, which was also one of my things to do that day. Yep. And actually, after I cleaned the house, my anxiety subsided. So I got to take that energy that I had, that anxious energy and put it into a different direction, into something different that actually ended up serving me because not just because I used that energy in a different direction, but because I also accepted the fact that this is where I was, right? And that's where that love aspect comes in yes. because we're doing all these things and we have to remember to unconditionally love and accept the self because there was nothing different I could have done. I could not have forced myself to write that email. You know, I could not, I just couldn't do it. And so by practicing acceptance that this is where I am, I'm going to do this instead. I was able to then get that anxiety out of my system. And then after I cleaned, I actually went and wrote the emails I needed to write. So really, this is kind of what we're talking about, flowing with those quote unquote flaws and releasing this idea of perfectionism, like it has to be done in this way, or it has to be done in the way you saw it happening, because there is so much possibilities in the moment. Like it's infinite possibilities in the moment for the direction that you can go in. So really, really, like Kristen said, you know, when it feels like it's so much work and you're like, all these things, I got to do all these things. If nothing else, practice that awareness and acceptance for where you are. Absolutely. Speaking of perfection, that is the perfect example. <laughs> it is. 
it is because the love part is such a big component. So I said to you earlier before we started to record that I kind of like to think of our quote unquote flaws as the Karens of our inner worlds, right? We have to love our Karens. Even Karens need to be loved, right? More than anybody else in the world, the Karens that are running around need to be understood and appreciated. That's why they act like Karens, right? Because something that's lacking. So we have to honor, as you're saying, using your anxiety as an example, honor it, take it by the hand, appreciate it, befriend it, understand it, and let it be sometimes. Just give it that TLC, just let it breathe and do its thing and you know, go in another direction. And I, I, that is all about loving and understanding and befriending and appreciating yourself because these qualities, whether they look dark or shiny on, on a certain day, you know, they're still part of you. And as I said earlier, I do not think we come here with anything that is not by design. We come you know, good, bad, and ugly, everything that's in here, however we perceive it, we have inside of us for a reason. There is a purpose. There is a purpose to your anxiety. It inspires you in other ways. There is a purpose to the perfectionism that we all have a hint of. And it helps to think back and reflect sometimes on how has this benefited me in the past? You know, I mean, there are times when my perfectionism has benefited me, you know, as a student, in the jobs that I've had, um, you know, those are the positives. You know, it's it's made me, it's propel and get promoted and do well in my job, which in turn made me f- feel fulfilled and inspired. And so there's a lot of good that that has come from that. And so that's another real good exercise is to try to think about the good that some of these quote unquote flaws uh, have have given you and how has it helped in the past and remembering that helps to understand and love it a little more. Absolutely. I think that's a great way to practice that love and acceptance, like brief, that, that brief moment of reflection of, okay, this served me in these instances, this served me in this moment right now, right here, it's not serving me. Right. So I'm going to shift it in a different direction, right? I'm going to move my energy in a different direction. And I think that that kind of brief reflection to look at these quote unquote flaws that are coming up or perfection that is coming up for you and just kind of understanding that it served you at one time and it doesn't anymore. And so now you're going to direct it into a different place. You're going to accept it and love it and allow it to be what it is. And that like momentary pause to reflect inward is so powerful because it actually supports you in hitting every single part of that real filter, the recognition, the energy, the awareness, and the love. And it's going to support you in determining what you need to do at this moment in time to support yourself so that you can flow with your flaws. Precisely. So Kristen... What are some action steps, um, action ideas that you can give to listeners to kind of make real what we've been talking about, that flowing with your quote unquote flaws and kind of releasing perfectionism? Well, I'd like to suggest an exercise that's really helped me. 
Um, and that is, you know, grab your journal or a notebook or just, you know, a piece of scrap paper and jot down three traits or tendencies that you would label as flaws, you know, as, as qualities you have that often threaten to limit your progress and more often than not create negative energy in your experience. And after you do that, and let me tell you, it won't be hard, right? We can all think of a million things that we think, you know, are wrong with us. It's, that's never a difficult task, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, and then take a moment to be still, to pause, to breathe, clear your mind, and sort of prepare to put on that real lens. And that stillness is important for the recognition piece, to get your energy in check, and to sort of open up your awareness. And then return to the list and reflect on at least one positive use for each of the qualities or patterns that you listed. Really think about how has this benefited you in the past? How could it benefit you now or in the future? And how could you reshape or direct each of the, these so that each transforms from a detriment into a potential source of inspiration and flow? And do that exercise with some of, you know, the, the highlight real um, personality traits that are kind of, you know, eating away at you right now. Pick your top three. Use this exercise as often as needed and practice this affirmation to keep that real lens clean and clear whenever you need it. And that is, I recognize my power to flow with my flaws and to use all parts of me to create real inspiration. I love that affirmation. Love it. I think <laughs> even when you're not doing the exercise, totally yes. that one. That can be all, that's all, all by itself a really very uplifting, energizing statement to make. Absolutely. Every day. Use it every day. And I just want to mention too, um, in step two, Kristen said, be still and it's very important. And of course, stillness is important when you're practicing that recognition and awareness. I also know that sometimes you can be really anxious and being still is hard. So what I say is if you are having trouble being still, consciously walk with intention, become aware of your body, just become aware of your feet touching the earth, right? And start with that and then get into your body. You know, if you can get still after you become conscious of your steps on earth, okay? And if you can't, just be really conscious of your body in that moment, because that's going to really support that recognition and awareness as well. I love that. Thank you for that caveat. Yeah. Well, and, and remember too, this is not about doing this step per, per right. There is no perfect way. This is, these are suggestions and piece together your own recipe, whatever works for you and feels the best to you is the perfect way for you. Absolutely. This is like your guidelines, right? Yes. Yes. Very loose. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So thank you for being here with us today. This has been really fun to talk about um, because I know that perfectionism is just one of those things that it's part of who I am and I got to process it when it comes up and it feels the same way. And so we are just really grateful to be able to share this information with you today. And thank you for being here. So Chris, we'll be back. Kristen, we'll be back next month. We'll be talking about something through a real filter again. So make sure that you hit that subscribe button so you do not miss any episodes. 
And I would love to read a review from you. Just give me your feedback. How are you feeling about the podcast? What are your thoughts? Is there something that you really would love for us to talk about? Just drop a review and um, I cannot wait to read it. So lots of love coming your way and see you next week. Keep it real, friends.